0: I'm John Peterson, author of Playing at the World and Game Wizards. You're listening to Morris's unofficial
1: tabletop RPG talk.
0: This
2: week, Morris and PJ talk about the recent controversies with AI-generated art. Again, in the news. New releases coming for the Fallout RPG, the Valiant Adventures RPG from Green Ronin is headed to Kickstarter, the Paranoia video game has been released, and more! Plus, a brand new sketch about the usefulness of the 10-foot pole. This week on Morton's Unofficial Tabletop RPG Talk. Today's podcast isn't sponsored by anyone, because apparently I have a bad attitude. Me? A bad attitude? I'll tell you who has a bad attitude. All of you. But that won't be a problem after I complete my plan for worldwide domination. Now, where did I put my to-do list? All the tabletop role-playing news. We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse. And Morris is unofficial tabletop RPG.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is...
0: PJ Coffee from the Southampton Guild of Roleplayers. Russ, as ever, it is a delight to
1: be here. Alas, we are without Jessica this week. Jessica is in Wales. She's in Wales fighting dragons, I think she said. I'm not sure. Why would you fight a dragon inside a whale?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I hope Daryl
1: leaves that pausing.
2: So. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs>
1: if he doesn't, um, there was like a five-second pause there, where I just looked blankly at. <laughs> uh, anyway, 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 anyway on, Let's get on yes, right. with a little bit of news. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, news. it's
0: like. I, I feel I'm um, a bit lacking in substance. All I have is like little tiny bits of news, bits of news. So uh,
1: the- it has been a quiet week. It's yeah. a week before Christmas, so, you know. It's yes. going gonna, gonna to be quiet, but there is there is bits and pieces. So I've got a bit of news. Which shame, shame, Jess isn't here this week. Is it which about is related 3? Re- related to her favorite game of all time, it's possibly her favorite <laughs> thing of all time? Um, <laughs> is I'll just three Best friends no, over okay, on D and D Beyond. You can now get official character sheets for all of the uh, companions. Oh, so, okay. Asta- yeah. Astarion, Gale, Carlack, uh, I can't even pronounce their names, uh, Lazel, Shadowheart, and Will. Yeah. Lazel's a battlemaster fighter. Yeah. Will um,
0: is Pax of the Fiend.
1: Or... Yeah. yeah. So the official stats, over yeah. on D&D yeah. Beyond, I think probably first level, I imagine. Yeah, I likely. Because um, as, as you go up, they become more your characters, don't they, as you, as you, as you yeah. choose. But, um, hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, proud of skate fans. Go and get the character sheets. Play them as first level characters in your game, if you wish, or don't. You don't have to do that. I'm not your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or am I? No, I'm definitely I'm, not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, almost, way,
0: I'm almost sure I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Still get onto something completely different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's
1: go on to something completely different. Um, yeah. Go on. Yes. You got something?
0: I, I, I'm, I'm actually super excited by this mm. uh, because uh, I don't. Often, talk about like all the games I run and so forth, but there's one in particular which I've been very keen on. Well, it's like it's hard to say I'm like super keen on it because it's it's like it's like quite fluffy but it's very swords and of sorcery. It's called Barbarians of Lemuria. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also come across Barbarians of the Apocalypse and so forth, and I just really enjoyed it every time I've had a go with it. That it's getting a new English language edition, which is pretty sweet, mm-hmm. so yeah coming soon so uh, i i like things about it like it's very simple to make characters like you've got four ability scores you've got like a background like Mm -hmm. you know servant or a slave or like hello um a fortune teller or whatever and you use that to help influence your roles and the magic system basically is like very loosey-goosey but it's like it's basically but you, but more props and paraphernalia for us, it's easier to do things. Yeah. It's like, if you could do it, that's a low level spell. If a whole pile of people could do it, that's a second level spell. Mm. And if it would just be impossible for even an army of people to do it, that's a third level spell. Mm. I'm like, oh, nice. It all tends to be ritual magic, which I think really solves a lot of problems I have with magic in games. Yeah. Because it like, it makes it more strategic rather than tactical. Yeah, like this into a game where you're like just chucking a fireball at someone because you don't like their face. Mm-hmm. It's like it's more, um, it's more likely you're you're set off to defeat the evil wizard as they're working to make sure that all their spell goes off properly because they're making it easier for themselves to cast it by doing it at the full moon with a whole bunch of lads around to give them some extra power with the proper sacrifices at the correct time of night, you know, and all those things make the spell level less, more and more easy to do. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that just falls out actually from the system, and I really like it. It's mm. very cool. I should learn that sometime. So what though. was that? a new edition, did you say? Yeah, a, a new English edition. Oh, cool. Uh, apparently it's doing extremely well in French. Right. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> which I had no idea about. It's only when it came up, I'm like, this is, this. Is pre- oh, okay, Bobby's tomorrow, that's really awesome. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Make it out what you will. Like, I, I noticed there is a rather nice, um, completely unofficial, completely fan made vestry uh, for Level Up has appeared. Oh. Which is quite cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fairlyn, who working in the name, I want to say, Jessica Wolfman, did, yeah. um, the Handbook of Heritages. Yes. Which, which I very much enjoy and would recommend to people. Uh, I read through it, it had a bunch of heritages, a bunch of cultures, and I was like, this is good stuff. But good work. Um, has done the same thing by uh converting monsters from Dragon Magazine, mm. and that's available from ian1.org. So, wow. there you go. I, I shall certainly have a, have a play with some of those monsters, they look fun. Lovely,
1: lovely, lovely. A couple of other games coming out soon. So, Green Ronin announced back in April that they were going to be doing a superhero RPG based on the Valiant universe. I'm not super familiar with that, but uh, I'm 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 told that it's like the third largest comic book superhero universe after like Marvel and DC. Is it?
0: Are I'm told. Curious?
1: I mean, I am not i not an expert on this subject. I'm just going to have a quick Google and see if I can recognise the characters. Um, well, there's a uh, Xo Manowar, Bloodshot, uh, Shadow Man, Harbinger, Archer, and Armstrong. But anyway, it's being powered by Mutants and Mastermind. Their um their superhero system. Uh, oh, okay, yes. And it's hitting Kickstarter on January the 16th. So they announced it in a- April. I assume they've been working on it since. There's going to be three books in the initial launch. Uh, the see. Valiant Adventures Heroes Handbook, the Game Master's Kit, and the Worlds of Valiant Sourcebook. Yeah. So that is a thing. I mean, they did a DC, licensed DC Heroes thing powered by um, Mutants and Mastermind like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. I can't remember when. long time ago. So it's not their first time they've done sort of licensed Big licensed comic book adaptations uh, and powered it with mutants and masterminds, but uh, this is this is coming very soon. Yeah, I'm I'm just
0: scrolling through and I'm like I did not recognise any of these uh, characters. So, man, man, but, uh, yeah. but I, I'm not a big comics person, so um, my apologies to listeners who are busy shouting you for old coffee. How yeah. They don't recognise these
1: characters. Sorry. So, so,
0: not, not even seeing Forbidden
1: Planet, to be honest. Yeah. I'll tell you what is interesting though. I posted this news item on Ian Road, and people already got it confused with Tales of the Valiant from Cable <laughs> <Kerbal> Press <laughs> already. So that's, that's going <laughs> <been> to <a> maybe causing... <laughs> I mean, I think the comic book <laughs> has prior claims <laughs> to the word Valiant, but uh, <laughs> it's been around for
0: ages. I, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest like Cable Press, great, great, great lads. A uh, lot of good books, mm. a lot of very good books. But so, such a such an error in nomenclature going from the absolute banger of a name, Project Black Flag, mm. to Tales
1: of the Valiant. Yeah. I mean, quite I, frankly, I, I like I liked Black Flag as a name. I, I liked
0: that. Yeah. I, I I mean some people say, oh, it's a bit Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, well, sure. Um I was looking forward to their it's the Forgotten Realms, but all the monarchies have been overthrown and replaced with democracies and republics. Mm. Well, that's what's going on at the moment. How do you like that? Because that would be pretty amazing. Yeah, um, <laughs> they've just gone completely anarchist. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. But alas, alas, it's tales of iron. i will be fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing uh, my favourite thing, which is getting game systems that should not go together. <laughs> And banging them
1: together and see what happens. Let's see what happens, yeah. Let's put them in a blender and see what happens.
0: Yeah, We I mean, don't actually
1: much. do that. Don't take your books and put them in a blender and see what happens. I don't think that will work. Uh, the, the blender is metaphorical. <laughs> put them I in a metaphorical my,
0: blender, yes. I, 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 call it, I call it, for want of a better word, my mind. Important um, safety tip.
1: Use yeah, metaphorical yeah. blenders. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you you've got to be careful about mixing metaphors well yeah. Anyway uh, Beth- you yeah. uh, could Beth- <laughs> not start
1: Oh don't. Stop. Stop now. Stop this nonsense. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about paranoia instead. Not the concept of paranoia, but hmm. the game paranoia. Um, oh yeah, it's, so on it's a new edition now, is it? Oh well, there's a video game coming. Is it? Um well it's well, it- it's it's returning oh. more, more than more than coming.
0: I, I, I saw something about it, but I was just like, I don't understand it. Yeah. I'll ask for us.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, get with that.
1: Well basically it was it was originally so it was a, a video game called Paranoia Happiness is mandatory on Steam, based oh, okay. on the so, tabletop role-playing game.
0: Which, which to re- refresh our listeners and for our new listeners, if you haven't played it, Paranoia is a game where you have color-coded uh what's it trouble shooters because they mm. see trouble and they shoot it who are deftly opposed to communists mutants people belonging in secret societies mm. or commie mutant scum anyway your character is a either a communist uh mutant or a member of secret society mm. and you're working for your clones whilst trying to avoid uh, because you get cloned like death is not the end yeah. you just get recanted and it's t- a very off. silly game <laughs> In a good, way. I'm told. I'm told there is a way to make it like a really interesting. Eastern it could be Europa a really dark
1: dystopian dark game or... as well, yeah. But I think like that people would be... who pay it, just get silly.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I've only seen it like in the farcical fashion. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm not such a fan of like that because it breaks my immersion. But I can see the fun side. So yeah. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, this this video game though. It was originally released in January 2020, briefly that before is... it mysteriously disappeared from Steam and. What happened was, I and mean, in while it was out, they got a lot of really bad reviews as well. Is it? Yeah, okay. back in 2020. So I don't know if the game it's, it's reappeared on Steam now, sort of three years later. Oh, I don't okay. know whether it's different or whether they've changed it, but mm. okay, it's reappeared. So, um, it's got nothing to do with Mongoose Publishing, who produced a tabletop role playing game, but, but the game yeah. is based on the tabletop role playing game, but right. um. There were some legal documents in 2022 which a French video game website uncovered, oh, yeah. which might explain what happened. And apparently yeah. the publisher, Big Ben, I believe, uh, released the game in violi- violation of its license. Ooh. Okay. Well, um, so so what happened true. was there was supposed to be an approval phase before yes. it was released Right. From the actual IP owners, and that, that okay, did not sense. happen. And what was released <laughs> was a game which didn't do didn't meet the quality i guess standards that they they set. yeah they, i think i remember there being something like was it
0: 74 major bugs or something mm. like that which yeah which seems like a lot more major bugs that so i'd be happy shipping something yeah myself. Well,
1: i don't really know about it, whether no, no. that's no. a lot of bugs or not with a video game i couldn't tell you but i mean it's, it's weird because like they they released it went they, they got um told to take the game down and they refused right um, and oh. that's, when the, that's when the lawsuit happened <laughs> yeah okay wow <laughs> um, so i guess it's been resolved now and I, I don't know what's going on now but um i guess it's been resolved because it's back you get it twenty nine ninety nine from steam and epic i don't know I, if it should be yeah. fixed i assume they must have done that is just such terrible
0: timing do you know mm. like if they just fixed the bugs mm. they've released it like what maybe march april 2020 Mm. I have to say, there were a lot of people indoors who would have been like, oh, yeah, let's play some Paranoia. Yeah. Now it's like people are outside again. So, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, Right. I mean, we are running out of news now. I think we spun this news segment out as much as we can. Uh, There's a little bit about some Fallout role-playing game releases coming from Modiphius in 2024. Um, Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, What can you tell us about that? I mean, uh, Fallout is a very popular RPG. Oh, it's happening.
1: yeah, no, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple That's... of map packs. One is Vault, one is Wasteland Locales. Um, mm-hmm. There is a, a Wanderer's Guidebook with new character Ooh. options and equipment and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and there is a Wasteland Mystery for New California, mm. which probably means okay. more to people who have played the video game than it does to me. But that is kind what of we awesome. Got? Fallout New Vegas, which is a game I haven't
0: played, mm. but that sounds like maybe that might have something to do with it. Or no, mm.
1: Vegas isn't. Some, well, there's a TV a show coming, isn't there? Is there early, a- early in 2024? There's a Amazon TV oh. show for Fallout, so I guess I don't know whether it's tied in it or not. But yeah,
0: I I I, I, I almost I, I've tried a couple of times getting to Fallout. I tried yeah. playing the original like computer role playing game. And I just did not get on well with it. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't yeah. to do things which I was not at that time well placed to do. Yeah. And then there was a VR version. And I really enjoyed playing Skyrim VR. Mm. So I was having a go at that. But the way they had the movement control
1: set up was vomit inducing. Yeah. Oh that is not it, what you it, want. You do not want to cause your players to vomit. Basically it was basically strategic marketing tip there.
0: Yeah. Just just little thing for the VR stuff. Like generally like VR can be quiz inducing. So mm-hmm. a lot of ways to get around it are things like um, there's like a little teleport thing where you mm-hmm. hold down a button and they teleport to that new location. Mm-hmm. And that is a bit weird, but it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. This, like it, you press, you had to press a button and you just like slide, mm-hmm. but you're not actually moving. So it does horrible things to your inner ear. And like my wife couldn't play at it at all. I was just like, "Go, oh, I'm not having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then there was a really complicated menu system like, nope. Uninstall, send it back. <laughs> this game is not finished cooking, sir. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: I will have no more of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I could tell you that there's like a lovely little micro sitting come out. Okay. Uh, which I saw. Uh, let me grab it up. It does have a bit of an unfortunate name. It's called Carcassay Titan Rat City. Okay. It, Watch. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, from Dungeon Age Adventures and it's called Carcassay Titan Rat City, but. I have to say okay,
1: like, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: it's uh, it's really and so. Carcassonne really the name of the city. Uh, yeah. I it, I guess, sort of like Carcassonne is what they're hoping to evoke. And yeah, it's like it's full of cults and has like a bunch of dungeons in there mm-hmm. and like lots of little individual quest settings, mercenary companies. No, it's it quite cool. sandboxy, yeah, just yeah, a of yeah, locations
1: uh, and quests and, yeah, yeah.
0: They're, they're pitching it for levels one to seven. And I'm like, oh okay, that'd be quite fun. Yeah, you know, I could grab that, maybe Jalazar or something as well, and then have like a little bunch of like little city micro settings where people would wander between them or something.
1: That's interesting. Um, System of but just, with uh, appendices for three games, 5e, old school of centrals, and into the odd. Yeah. Just with the monster so things. yeah, basically.
0: Well I'm like, that's it's a pretty little thing. Okay. Um I quite I, I I don't know, I just quite liked it really. Um, when I saw it because when we was about it, they promised me Lankmar. And I feel, to be fair, that sort of delivering. I do like sandboxy city products.
1: Mm. I, I always have it's, done. I've always had a soft spot for those.
0: Yeah, yeah. It sort of uh, gives you like a place to be, which mm. is a bit strange. And there's um, there's always the opportunity of sewers or rooftop chases, both of which are strong, dramatic tropes in
1: my in my very limited lexicon. <laughs> sewers and, uh, or rooftops. Up or down? Down. If you don't combine the two, sewer on your rooftop would be bad.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're going with the classic trope of, or the archaeological reality of Mm. cities are built on cities on built on cities, Mm. then you could combine the both and have a rooftop chase in the sewers, Mm. just Mm -hmm. of like a lower city. So I think that would be quite fun. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, you mentioned something before we started recording from uh, Mr. Kevin Culp,
0: did you not? Oh, yes, yes. I have mislaid the link. I will grab it up in a second. But uh, Kevin Culp for Ser- Swords of Serpentine, and this is mm. an excellent sequel to Langmaster, has had a go at making Elric of Melbourne, has a character in Swords of Serpentine, which is the work he did with Emily Dressler and which we played on this podcast. Yes. Which yeah. I which I will mention inevitably every time the subject comes up. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there it is. That's the iconic hero, Oracle Milderbone.
1: Um Yeah. Very, very cool.
0: Yeah. And it's got, like, this, different ones where he's a sorcerer of demons and blades.
1: Mm.
0: Or uh, you could have him as a hero, along with, a, it looks like. Well, you
1: Stormbringer? <laughs> Has he got Stormbringer too?
0: I assume he must have. He does have Stormbringer. So, yeah, okay. Um, I love the way he thinks. He's like, yeah, you can you can play this as a two player game. One of you plays Elric, the other plays Stormbringer. <laughs> I'm like, that would
1: work. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Uh, I I I I would enjoy that. Mm. Um, I suppose in many ways, I actually did play a convention game where I was essentially someone's, uh, I was someone's uh, magic item, mm. or perhaps. There, yeah, because just was playing a brain in a jar and I was playing a deluded troll, hopped up on uh, virtual reality chips. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as I was concerned, the brain in the jar was Merlin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, was I the magic sword? Was Merlin? Or was Merlin my guide and the way around? I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, sorry. Sentient
1: magic items. Mm-hmm. It's a different way of looking at it. Yeah. Well, I just, as we're talking, two emails arrived. Uh, emails? One, but what, you never what was, emails doing, what for was us. that? okay so the uh, bad the bad one i'll start with the bad one the bad one yeah. was i just got an email from a delivery company who just said that they just tried to deliver that product but nobody was in i'm sitting in my office right now yeah, yeah, facing yeah. the window and see my driveway yeah. that did not happen <laughs> that did yeah, not I, happen <laughs> no delivery wait, wait. company
0: came through those gates so someone someone, someone was like saying huh i wonder
1: what that person wanted <laughs> yeah so that's that's the bad thing but the good thing is i just got an email from monolith board game company uh um, oh, yeah. who i backed the kickstarter for their batman gothic gotham city chronicles role-playing game ages and ages ago i have basically forgotten about it and so i just got this email just now saying that the pdf version is here and i can download it right now which is exciting oh, nice. very exciting i haven't done yet but um i think that's what i will do once uh Once this podcast is over. So Batman board games are in your future. Uh, Was it Batman the role-playing game? Uh This one. So they are a board game company, but this is a role-playing game they did. Are they a French company? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 We covered this on Kickstarter, I think. um, It was like two years ago or something. I can't even remember what it was. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited about this. I'm Super super excited. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's good. I hope it I really do hope it's good. Anyway, 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 yeah. So, so I've you'll got...
0: have to you'll have to run a game at the club or you still look forward to it. Well, oh, if it's good. Oh, if sorry. it's good, yeah, yeah. Don't run if it's <laughs> terrible. You can keep terrible games at home for us. Yeah. I'm sure it don't go to, to my club and run terrible games. I know very okay. I, I
1: remember we I know I remember we covered covered it like a year or two years ago, but I can't remember a thing yeah. about it, what system it uses or anything. So I think it was a modified D twenty system though, but it was kind of as I recall, was it like Three E era D twenty system modified or something. I can't remember. Can't remember.
0: I, I remember that it existed. It was Batman and it was French. And quite frankly, like I think I'm doing bloody well at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it looked very stylish. So, if I remember, but I don't remember.
1: Batman no, it looked that gorgeous. Yeah, it looked utterly gorgeous. Mm. Um, I mean, I I didn't know whether I'd ever play it, but it's one of those books that I would just like to have to look at.
0: Yeah. Has been well established. The collecting of TPRPG games and books is a different hobby from the actual playing of them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guilty as charged.
0: <laughs>
1: I have done really well this year. I cut down a lot on stuff I just like randomly backed on Kickstarter and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was getting, um, it was getting expensive, should we say? It was. Are we done with the news? Is that? I is think we are. Right, are you ready? We need to set off for the dungeon before it gets dark. Oh yeah, yeah. Just packing the last few items: lantern, rope, ten-foot pole.
0: Why do you always insist on bringing a ten-foot pole? It's useful, isn't it? What is it though? It's standard engineering equipment. Everybody brings a ten-foot pole. Do they though? Of course they do! How else do you check the depth of pit traps?
1: Why do you need to know the depth of a pit trap? Oh, so you know not to fall in it, of course. I already know not to fall in a pit trap. doesn't matter how blinking deep it is.
0: Uh, well, what if we need to check the depth of a pond instead?
1: Pond? Oh, you know,
0: like a river or a lake or a puddle or something. So what you're saying is that
1: a 10-foot pole is basically used for measuring the depth of things. Things of a depth of 10 feet or less, yes. Uh, so what if it's uh, 11 feet deep?
0: Well, then I pull out my 11 foot pole, of course. Of course.
1: Know, it's not the easiest thing in the world to carry around, though, is it? Well, what do you mean? It's not that bad. Not that bad. It's, it's 10 feet long. That's only about
0: two elves or three halflings. Well, how, do you, how do you get through doorways? Oh, I just go in lengthwise. And what if there's a corner? Well, I guess some pivoting is required. Oh, come on, be honest. It's pretty pointless, isn't it? Pointless? It's the single most versatile piece of an inching kit there is. Well, for certain values of versatile. Oh, you can use it to poke things. Poke things? Yes, yeah, like traps or... Um, uh, blah, 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 dragons.
1: My friend, I ain't poking a dragon with no pole. ten foot or no. You can prop things open. But what things open? Like those crushing wall trap things. Oh, the good old trash compactor trick. Didn't really work so well though, did it? Well, you could make a bridge with it. I'm wearing 80 pounds of plate now. You think I'm going to tiptoe across a glorified tightrope? I don't know. You could give it a try. I have
0: a horse. Fine, fine. Uh, You can hang a bucket on it. Hang a bucket on it? Yeah, or, you know, more buckets. If you must leave your senses, why
1: would I want to hang several buckets off a ten-foot pole? Well, makes for a good flagpole. Right. Or a ladder. Huh? How in the nine Dutchies do you use a ten-foot pole as a a ladder? Well, you have to cut it in half. And what about the steps? Right, right, so maybe cut it in thirds. So you have a three-foot
0: ladder? Yes. Also, it's more like a, a, a step, really. You could stick a helmet on it to decoy the enemy. Ah, you're really stretching here. Pole vault.
1: Walking stick for a giant. Get things out of trees. Look, my friend, I think you need to accept that a ten-foot pole is the most pointless bit of dungeoneering gear possible. It's unwieldy, it's impractical, it serves no useful function, and frankly, it's unflattering.
0: it's so useless, why is it in the player's handbook? They've got a be abacus in the player's handbook. You carry one of those around too? Of course! What if I need to
1: count something? Oh, look at all this junk you've packed. A a bell, a random glass bottle, a bucket. A for the pole. Uh, Candles, chalk, uh, a draft horse. Getting that in
0: my backpack was a challenge, I can tell you. Uh, A a drum,
1: fishing tackle, ink, a mirror, a net, an iron pot, sealing wax. Uh, What are these? Oh, these vestments. Vestments? Yeah. (gasps) And a, a, a whistle, a, a basket, cobbler's tools and a, a, a canoe. I just believe in being well prepared. Well prepared? You've got enough here to start your own junk shop.
0: Look, I'm getting a little bit tired of all this. You travel as light as you want, mate. But don't come crying to me when you find yourself in desperate need of
1: a pair of snowshoes. Snowshoes? We're going to explore the Grand Pyramid of the Parched Dunes. Why in the Twelve Realms would I find myself in desperate need of a pair of snowshoes? Whatever. Look, the rain has stopped. Let's get moving. I want to be out
0: of town before
1: the afternoon market rush. Fine, fine. Uh, let's go. Uh, we can uh, we can cut through uh, Barker Street here. Uh, ooh, uh. What is it? Oh, it looks like a puddle. Oh, and the insurmountable obstacle. How deep is it? Fine. You win. Hand me that ten-foot pole.
2: Malak the Maleficent here. If, like me, you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing on Patreon for exclusive bonus content every week and the warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing you are helping to keep the show going. Subscribe at patreon.com slash morris. There, I said it. Can you stop staring at me like that now? The things I do. All right, all right. Don't forget... Patreon.com slash Morris. Can I go now?
1: The biggest piece of news this week was the whole artificial intelligence thing. Again, the AI art spectre has reared its ugly head yet again in two different (sighs) ways this week. Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm going to start with the smaller one and then we'll go on to the bigger one. The first one was Nightfall Games, who make the Terminator RPG. Yes, yes. previously the people who did Slay Industry as well. Yeah. You know, so in a highly, highly ironic turn of events... Uh-oh. Okay, what happened? <laughs> well, the Terminator 2 sourcebook, which is upcoming, hasn't been published yet, they discovered that a freelance artist had submitted, I think it was about 16 pieces of art to them for for the game. <laughs> And that okay. they were AI generated. Wow. So they, they you know, they they kind of like a couple of them looked at the R and a couple of them said, This is a bit suspicious, this is a bit weird. And they uh, apparently asked, they haven't mm. named the artist, um, asked the yeah. artist whether or not it was AI generated. The artist was apparently not Skynet, by the way, just before this is what the oh, obvious joke gets made. What? It's just like <laughs> Did, did, okay, did, did Sarah
0: Connor report this?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Uh, um,
0: okay, just checking. Because Sarah Connor on Twitter reported like a big problem with robots going berserk in the factory, and then she was like, yes, yes, I, I now see in retrospect that my name could cause humour in this situation, <laughs> but it's a really quite a tragedy. Several people have died. Yes. Just try yeah. and
1: focus, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, sorry, yeah. we digress, yeah. we digress. Yes, well, the same sense of irony can be applied to this, because uh, AIR yeah. turning up in a Terminator game is... Is is anyway? They discovered it before beforehand. Yes. And the artist said, "No, it's not AI," but it turned out after a bit more investigation, it was. So they obviously are not using the art, and they're getting new art to replace it. Yep. So no, no harm was in the. Well, it was done because apparently they had paid the artist as well. Oh, which is no. uh, yeah awkward, but still, they, they're a small company. They say they have a policy against using AI art. yeah Yep. They don't want to use it themselves. They don't want to cheat the uh, backers and customers and put AI art in their books after, you know, you know. But and some so, people feel fairly strongly about it. Like yeah. myself included. Yeah. 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 And and they want to uh, reassure everybody their that, that their work is all AI free. Mm. So yeah, I guess they've taken a hit cost wise. Mm. I don't know whether they can recover the money from that artist. I don't know who the artist was, but um yeah. I don't know. I mean. well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm glad they caught it before. Because imagine, yes, I mean that does happen. Oh. It's, even, it's even happened to us before. There was um, a piece mm-hmm. in, I think it was an early Gate Pass Gazette, Mm-mm. which uh, we had no idea was AI. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, just gone now. We, you know, we got rid of it. Yeah, described it. But yeah, but we, we had, print
0: copies with something consistent. Yeah, yeah.
1: We, we we had no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so it does well, happen. It does happen. Yeah, I mean, this does bring us into a flow all a segue russ which mm. is very unlike us <laughs> which honestly we haven't planned because let's face it careful planning is not exactly a hallmark of this podcast i uh, don't I know what us, you uh, mean
1: this podcast <laughs> is meticulously planned to <laughs> the last detail really mm. that
0: <laughs>
1: i totally really do not t- <laughs> i totally do not write the sketches like half an hour before we're due to go live that never ever happens definitely definitely not Oh, yeah, yeah, it's at least three <laughs> quarters of an hour. Um, one day, yeah, one uh, day, one day I will write a sketch in advance. Not yeah. today. Not I did not today. Uh, today
0: is not that day. Today <laughs> is not that day. Um, anyway, um, so, as you all see in the chat, I have put uh, isitai.com. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there, there's a few of these tools out there. That, uh, yes. Uh, but the problem is they're not great. Yes. They're not great mm. at all, and it's not as... Like, I mean, that leads us onto this thing with Wizards of the Coast then, I guess, because um, Mm. that is how how this happened. So um, what happened was there was a YouTuber. Yes. um, Goes by the name Indestructible Boy, I think it was. Indestructible Boy. And this YouTuber posted on Twitter, you know, the recent announcements of the 2024 Wizards of the Coast D&D releases. And one of them had a picture of a dwarf running towards the viewpoint. And it was the uh, it's basically the advert for the twenty twenty four core rule Books.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I I've vaguely I,
1: i've I've seen that picture, but on my phone, it's a nice picture. It's a it's a good piece of yeah. art. But this yeah. YouTuber posted on Twitter something feels really off about this, but I don't know how to prove it. Mm. And then proceeded to make a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. claiming that this was AI art that they'd run it through some kind of AI art detection algorithm AI or not thing, or yeah, one of yeah, those yeah. things which had confirmed yeah. that it was didn't wow. ask okay. didn't try to find out who the artist was didn't ask the artist didn't do even a basic bit of checking you know nothing at yeah. it, and just put that out there just saying this is AI art right then Christian Hoffer over at comicbook.com did yes. the right thing found out who the artist was emailed the artist yeah and said, yes. um, "You know, um, is this is AI. AI art." And the uh, artist replied, uh, "No, it's most definitely not AI art. I am strongly anti AI. No, right. If you took a cursory look at my portfolio, you will see that I tackle my stuff not AI. I'm not. I'm very anti AI. Yeah. This is not AI art. I can prove it. Here are the sketches. Here's the grayscale. You know, here's the works in progress. No. Not that you should. He should have to prove it. God, no, you know, no. But like,
0: yeah, but, I, I, I do. I do tend to take people at their work. Yeah,
1: yeah." So, but so basically, but it's,
0: it's hard. It's so hard. It's like yeah. Yeah, I saw something the other day, and the hands looked wolf Yeah, um, I said, "Is it?" But, but, I, but, but I said, "Is it?" Who who's the artist? Because that
1: that but, them but hands, hands are, really are famously hard to do, even for good artists. yeah, L- 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 LA, yeah. you know, um, I've you know, I've heard lots of artists tell me this really really hard to do. Hands and feet are uh, apparently quite hard too. You, you you can have very successful careers
0: in comics. Mm. We're not saying anyone. Not flyfield Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> we'll have to edit out that uh, unfortunate sneeze there. Uh, without 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 having zero feet and mm. so many pouches. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and only a passing acquaintance with how muscles yeah, so, in the human body might work.
1: So, so, yeah. <laughs> so slightly slightly odd bits of art, bits in art, mm. don't necessarily mean mm. it was AI. It might just mean that the artist didn't, you know, that some things are hard, art's art. <laughs> and, or, That's why not and anyone fairness.
0: can do it. And hands are weird. Yeah, it's a
1: problem with the old yeah. tech going along. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But So, Indestructive uh, in Voice tweet said, uh, I'm just tired mm. at this point. Something felt yes. incredibly off about this piece in the DD 2024 yeah. Pax U showcase from Wizards of the Coast. Mm. I didn't want to witch hunt. I just don't think this piece, Wizards of the Coast, showed off It's 100% human. But i have no idea how you prove it and then went on to make this video claiming it was definitely definitely ai right um so christian hofer contacted the person the artist in question the excellent artist is yes. a really good piece of art is mm. called nest i i hope i pronounce nestor or sandon nice who, who Strong name. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and said you know first of all i do not use artificial intelligence for my work and no one but you and my director as an as in the art director have asked yeah. me this you know it's like nobody yeah. even thought to ask yeah Until christian hoffer did like yeah. Yeah. like all the people that were talking about it on twitter and all this sort of stuff, nobody thought to ask at all they just took it well, took it as red so that because this youtuber had said it it was true wow yeah i mean like i i, I wouldn't
0: like to i mean i'd at least ask first mm-hmm mm. Yeah, so, okay, so I guess that is a problem with AI tools. They can lead to uh, witch hunts, sort of thing. Well, the
1: tool that he used gave an AI probability of 97.3% on this. Okay. And it so, was, you know, it was Well, I hope it's not,
0: AI smart, AI. is it AI.com? I don't know because what it is. I don't know what That right is. is a concern. Yeah. Well, well, that is a concern because, mm. like, I. it's very hard to get any sort of provenance as to Who's making these sort of things? Yeah,
1: these so. things are not. These things are not good. These AI detection tools—they are not good at all. And I would never like base yeah, yeah. any kind of public statement about someone based on what one of those said because I, I think the, the hit and miss rate aren't much better than chance. If you guess, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't
0: have the details, but uh, an example that springs to mind is someone was. Like, like this is. I, I'm not going to name names because this would definitely be <laughs> unsubstantiated gossip mm. in many respects. But someone will say, look, this, this, this is like a huge book. It's full of these weird tables. None of it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like looking at the free preview, which, they're basing it on, I'm like, well, yes, that is a lot of tables. None of it makes a lot of sense. But then it's an OSR piece. How do I distinguish between bad writing and AI writing? And poor performance of the AI stuff. So you yeah. know, mm. it, it's it's hard. It's hard. Like I'm, if it's like a piece of continuous prose, mm. I I can say
1: this is awful. <laughs> yes, but you don't necessarily know that because it's a poor writer, yeah. or whether it's uh, yeah, yeah,
0: AI. yeah. I, and then, and there's like a whole whole websites come up which someone also flagged up. I can't remember the name. I'm, I'm not inclined to give them any clicks. So that's just as well. But basically, it was saying things like, uh, "What's it?" rogues benefited from cloak of invisibility because it helped them fulfill the face role in a party and you're giving me a look again where mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like what how, how does that even work and that is the question how does that even work mm. so is this someone who has no idea what they're talking about mm. saying yeah r- this will help or is this basically ai dash? Mm. um i'm inclined to go with ai Dash because it's just like like someone would say it's it's the the question how does a cloak of invisibility help you persuade people to do what you want Mm. right (laughs) is something that a human would probably ask yeah Um, i I probably wouldn't but someone's someone's just put up like a whole page talk about magic items for rogues and how it would help them out yeah yeah it's just like i could see that if you did not have any experience you'd look at that and you'd be like oh okay that seems reasonable Because it's uh, this confident, authoritative tone that's going on
1: there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, the YouTube is taking down the YouTube video, and I think the Twins as well, put up an apology video. Good. um, Saying they didn't really consider, you know, they, they, they just saw Wizards of the Coast and didn't really consider... That they were talking an about actual artist an actual it. artist yeah. who's trying to make a living you know and and the damage that could have been done i think fortunately they didn't actually name i say fortunately but didn't actually name the artist in the video because they didn't go so far as to even check who it was so hopefully it didn't damage the artist's reputation because no one from that video would have known who it was but yeah, that, that doesn't make it right i mean
0: i'd say if you're in the uk this would be a terrible plan because you could be sued under UK libel laws if you did that sort of thing, and you do not want to be sued under UK libel laws. They are very, very harsh. I don't want to be here. sued under any laws for anything. But <laughs> oh no, abso- ab- absolutely, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, the people will come to do to get things done in the UK courts specifically mm. because libel laws yeah. are very yeah. harsh. Yeah, yeah to libel based.
1: tourism is a thing. Yeah, yeah. True fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So so, so that happens. Uh, so, which of the put out a statement? Basically, updating their sort of uh, position on AI, which is, is short, but we became aware of community concerns that generative AI was used in an art piece we recently teased. Um, <laughs> we confirmed with the artist that no generative AI was used, which is yep. consistent with our artist guidelines restricting it. We're happy with the artwork. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. We can't wait to share more of it with really you So, basically, a statement saying, no. That you know, this piece was not yeah. AI, but they shouldn't yeah. I was like, they shouldn't have to do that, but I think we are possibly going to get to a world where because yeah. when we put up products now, we often very quickly get asked or we get um customer service emails through our um Shopify store and things yeah. who the who's the who are the artists was an AI, art? you know, yeah. people ask and it's good, they you know, people are doing their due yeah. diligence, they don't want to buy, but we. I think we get into a point where you are actually going to have to proactively state. That things are not AI. Well, not, I mean, a lot of the platforms say that you should state if it is, but I think we might get to the point where they're just going to have to go and say no AI in this book. Oh, if, if memory serves, the
0: Level Up Compatibility logo mm. acts has a sort of, acts in that sort of fashion because anyone using the Level Up Compatibility logo has, or like not too long ago, has to basically confirm that as basically is not allowed to use AI art. Yeah. That's now part of the term conditions for using yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Along, along with not using advanced. So sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I I I I wasn't thinking about level up at the time. I got to say I was uh, taking shots somewhere else. But anyway, we should move on. Um yes, let, yeah. let's move on to talking about updated statements of AI about from wizards. Yeah.
1: So because there
0: was a thing that I w- that, that I see a lot of people got quite quite annoyed about in the context of the recent 1100 jobs cut at Hasbro mm-hmm. advertising for people to do essentially touch-up work uh, on art and so forth. Mm. And then there's the updated statement on AI, which have led a number of people to come to a conclusion which I was also confused by, but which you have explained to me is perhaps not the correct conclusion.
1: I mean, I don't sure. know any more than you do. I've got no insight into no. this. It's just my my reading of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are multiple valid readings, for instance. Yeah. It
0: says uh, 50 years DD has been built on innovation, ingenuity, talent to people, etc. That isn't changing. Our internal guidelines remain the same with regards to AI tools, require artists, writers, and creatives contributing to DD to refrain from using AI generative tools to create final DD products. I put the stress on final there mm-hmm. because that's the sort of thing which has got a lot of people upset, yeah. which is they're like, well, does that mean that they're just going to get AI stuff and then touch it up later? And then say it's not AI, hmm. which, well, I, I I would say very much is that is AI with someone touching it up, because in honesty that is what a lot of corporations, not in the tabletop role playing game hmm. industry, but outside of it, are basically working towards or do, or actively doing. Hmm. They're producing AI AI stuff and then paying one person and just stacking the rest of their art department. So.
1: It's not got. It's not without precedent, but the, um, like, I agree uh, that is a that is a valid reading of that. Like right? that's not how I read yes. it myself. That's um, oh, not okay. How 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 did
0: you read it? Because I think so, you said, the world uses the same
1: wording. So I I I mean, this this great final D and D products. I read that as just kind of mm. being the final polished product, mm. as opposed to the last D and D products. If you, if you get what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think that the
1: that they're saying that they're ending D and D. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Isn't um, yeah like and, and, and that, the touch what up thing? Yeah, and the touch up thing. I don't, I don't think that is to touch up AI stuff. I don't. I, I think. I well, I don't know, obviously, but I, I don't think that's what that's for. Yeah, yeah. And I think it would be so blatant yeah, yeah, I, if they went and did that. The after making yeah. all these statements, there's no way they wouldn't get caught. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just I, too.
0: I, I mean, much people. Of a... we, we've already seen people ready to sort of jump the gun. True, right? as it yeah. were about real things so like false positives are pretty serious because false positive basically labels an actual artist's work as AI mm.
1: and and um, vice versa as well they fail to identify AI as well, well yeah. no, that, that, that's, that's a false place. negative yeah
0: so yeah so um it it's uh it's definitely an issue uh, yeah. yeah so all right yeah so uh let's uh let, let's uh let's burn that bridge when I came from but we, yeah. you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't give Wizards of the Coast a hard time or Hasbro a hard time or things they haven't actually done. There's plenty of stuff they have that we should give them a of yes. time for. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Um, oh. I think this. I want to sort of touch on this whole YouTube thing anyway because. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I and I I am kind of finding that my YouTube feed is full of and I, I I don't know whether this is YouTube's algorithm or whether it incentivizes this sort of content. But mm. it's very, very hyperbolic, negative mm. material about the stuff that I'm interested in. Not just D&D, but, you know, I'm a big mm. Doctor Who fan as well. My YouTube feed yeah. is full of things about how D&D is uh, Doctor Who is dying, and Doctor Who is dead, Doctor Who is over, and uh, how it's a oh, massive yeah. failing catastrophe. When clearly it is not. Um, <laughs> it is doing very well. Um, ridiculous to say otherwise, especially got the shitty thingy. Yeah, he so it's, do, it's not so it's not just D it's Doctor Who, it's D D. Yeah. It's like anything I'm kind of interested in on YouTube. I'm, yeah. and what you get is these thumbnail graphics of these big, sort of hyperbolic, possibly kind of a question or a statement. Uh, yeah. Someone's big shocked face, maybe a big red arrow pointing at something, or or mm. a graph scaling, fake graph scaling downwards, or something like that. And I've seen so much of this stuff. For all of the mm. stuff that i think i think like youtube i guess must incentivize and incentivize that kind of material oh right? well, well
0: yeah i mean absolutely i mean like yeah i mean if you think about the economic incentives mm. youtube does not get money from us mm. yeah we we're, we're not gonna pay youtube for stuff so youtube you gets money from advertisers yeah? yeah yeah so the way it gets um advertising is people looking at things and sitting through those like uh advertisements before the uh actual video comes on. And the best way, demonstrably, to get people to look at more stuff is rage and annoyance. Mm. So like all it needs is for you to click on is to you you to share it around and say, look at this idiot. Look at this damn fool. It is literally melting out their brains. Look how stupid they are talking about Doctor Who. All you have to do is share that, right? And
1: YouTube don't care.
0: Like that's another ten, 15, engagement, is 20. engagement,
1: isn't it? There's no positive yeah. or negative engagement to YouTube. It's yeah. just engagement. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like it's incentivized to do that financially because more yeah. people look at it. Rage drives clicks. And again, similar with moderation. Like, um, people are engaged in perpetual line dancing. Mm. Like, you know, getting saying the most outrageous things they possibly can about getting banned. Mm. And it, the moderation favours that, because mm. the moderation is for advertisers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's centralised social media, man. It's just how it works,
1: yeah? yeah. like uh, I, I mean, there was a not, lot of really good content, really, really good content on YouTube, and I follow a lot of really, really good creators yeah. on YouTube, and, you know... Oh, absolutely same. It's like,
0: I don't generally enjoy video stuff, but sometimes mm. a video essay, I, I mean, I might have it on double speed or whatever, but, like, mm. you know, I am... I am actually sometimes for some people. I'm prepared to sit there for for like the best part of like half an hour, forty five minutes, watching it because it is so good and so relevant mm. to my interests. Mm. And then normally what happens is it tries to roll on into somebody. I'm like, who is, who is this bozo with their terrible opinion? Mm. <laughs> You're just wrong. I think <laughs> from yeah. the get go. Yeah, you're telling me things which I know for facts are not true. Yeah. Get out of here! Yeah. Why is this in my feed? But yeah, yeah. and the reason why—absolutely yeah, moderation yeah. for advertisers—it's yeah. yeah. it, annoying, but it's it is.
1: Yeah, so that's it. That's it for this week. Is that it for this year? Because we won't be back until January. Now we're taking a week off for Christmassy and New Year-y things, where we're going to eat a lot of stuff and drink Woo. a lot of stuff and sleep Woo. a lot. I think as well. Ah, uh, sleep. A lot of yeah yeah so thank you to everybody for listening thank you peter for being such a wonderful co-host thank you jess who's not here for being such a wonderful co-host but jess is in uh, wales fighting dragons and we'll be back is in she, the New Year. why is she in why is she in wales like you know that's a terrible place
0: to fight a dragon there's no space but there's lots of dragons i thought there'd be more fish stop it or krill stop <laughs> it stop it peter we should probably get to saying happy christmas and merry christmas and happy new year yes,
1: Um, or happy holidays or what have you hope everybody has an amazing holiday and we'll see you in uh, january 2024 2024.
0: It's opening its (laughs) search Bye 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 I can get online. Uh, Zoom sorted itself out, so that is looking acceptable. It's just so rude about when they choose to update, aren't they? Yeah. How about your update? Uh, when I'm switching off, how about then? I don't care
1: then. I, I find it's it's worse when it's items that you don't use that often. So, like my console, I don't use that often. Steam, I don't use that often, and things like that. So that basically means every single time. Oh. I use them. I have to sit through like a 10 minute update and that just points, puts me Uh, off using them because I can't be bothered. (laughs) So yeah.